If you like frozen yogurt, paninis, endless toppings, mimosas, and much more, 32 Below Froyo and More is for you. They're located here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So make sure you go follow them on social media. Go to Yelp. Give them a great review. They're a community-minded business, and they're doing some amazing things here in North Idaho. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Good morning. I have Tyler with me today. I'm very excited to chat with this individual. Um, he is a author, speaker, entrepreneur, um, a little bit of everything. So first of all, thank you for joining me this morning. Yeah, Tabitha, thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. And you got the nice mic and you got the nice setup too. I love it. Well, it, it helps to work for, you know, a digital marketing agency or to own one, I guess. You got you get some of your own fun toys uh, along the way. So I'm going to make the most of them. I, I, I would do the same too. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself, um, what you're doing right now, and just a little into your life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when I get asked that question, I always resort to, I'm a business guy. Like at the, at the end of the day, you know, I'm an I'm a entrepreneur. I'm lucky enough to have some amazing partners. We've done some really cool stuff. We have um, three different digital marketing agencies. So two of which are kind of production, uh, designer and production agencies for websites and online ads and games and things like that. Uh, and we're lucky we've got like super cool clients uh, from, you know, right here in the Pacific Northwest in Spokane, we're able to work with Amazon and Disney and Nickelodeon and uh, AT&T and uh, it's crazy. We're, it, I love it and I'm super grateful. And then we actually have a, a, a digital media buying company. So think about ads on, Facebook and Instagram and Google and things like that. We help e-commerce companies. We help um, a lot of education clients, things like that, driving leads, driving sales. So that's called Strategy Labs. So 72144 and then Strategy Labs. And so I have partners in all those businesses. My kind of main core partner for the last 16 years, 17 years, oh gosh, um, has been a guy named Nick Murdo. Uh, he's, we've been together for a long time. And it, it's, it's great. So I, I'm at my core, I'm a, I'm a business guy. And then we have a couple of other small goofy things that I always tell people we, uh, it's not good right now during a pandemic, but we own uh, uh, multiple gyms, the yoga spin and TRS called the union. And then we have um, a juice bar, a couple of occasions for the juice bar called Method Juice Cafe. So great businesses, a little goofy during these times, but uh, it makes you kind of try to figure things out. And Nick, my business partner really focuses mostly on those two and does a great job. We have great managers of those companies. They work really hard. So really fortunate to have some wonderful people uh, that I get to work with. Wow. You are, you like to stay busy. You know, I, yes, that, I think there's some truth to that, but there's also like, I am really big about like the right people in the right places doing the right work. And if you can get them doing that and you work with them to you know, set a vision and a dream for what you're doing, and we all kind of agree on it, treat them well and, and, and march forward you're able to do some really amazing stuff. So I, I, you know, it's the old adage, like surround yourself with great people, smarter than you. All, all these people are way smarter than me. You know, that, that's, there's so much truth to that. Like, let's be honest. And so I'm just the smart enough to like bring them around and in my circle and Nick and I and Jeff and Ramsey are able to do that and work with some really fantastic people. 
That's fantastic. I mean, um, so, I mean, we just were, you were just mentioning COVID pandemic, um, things have been different for different businesses. Obviously it, it can hinder some and it can actually help, um, some as well. Is there something you've seen positive come out of this pandemic for you and maybe your businesses? Yeah, well, I think um, thankfully from the from a marketing front, the digital side is still really valuable, right? So if people were not catching as many people with billboards or, you know, with other print, maybe let's say, but we are, you know, digital is where people are going. And so, you know, one of Amazon, AWS is one of our big clients and the cloud computing group. And so, you know, they They've, they do all the backends for Netflix and things like that. Those, those spike, uh, that's been good business for us. We've been able to, that, to, to work from that. AT&T is a big client. So people love their cell phones and their internet and all of that. And so that, you know, thankfully that, that's good for us. Uh, so I, I really do believe that the, the pandemic has uh, been good for digital creative agencies. And we've been around for a long time. So fortunate enough that we have a, a, a good history and a good relationships with a lot of these companies. I always joke that I think it'd be so hard to have started uh, an agency maybe in the last year and not have so much of those relationships or that kind of stuff. So I, I feel for those companies that are trying to figure it out, but we've been really fortunate in that respect. Uh, so, and then, you know, of course, finding different ways to work. We, at our main company, 7-2, we went into the pandemic with uh, a really good culture and kind of an operating procedure. And we did work from home, like no joke, like once a month, we were very sparing. We liked having people in the office. We really promoted that. We wanted people here, but our team was amazing. They went remote. So like mid-March, we went completely remote and we haven't gone back since. And they've done an amazing job of, of communication. Uh, we, do a, we do a meeting every single morning at 810, where we bring the whole company together. There's about 30, 33 of us that come together. And that's a great time to be together and to talk, uh, go over any you know, larger housekeeping items. We, 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 it's a project management meeting is what it is, like what you're focused on, what's going on, who's, who's doing what type of thing. But it's a great time. And we were doing that before in person. And then it went online with Zoom. And, and that's been, you know, it's we've been able to carry that through. So seeing people like thrive in this, you know, environment, not have to commute. You know, we have a lot of people from uh, North Idaho, the Valley, South Hill, North Side. And so them not having to commute, spend more time with their families, that's been really wonderful. And I, I've been, it's been wonderful to see and, and appreciate that, especially as, as parents are trying to figure out how they take care of their kids and to teach and to all this stuff. So we've been really conscious of, okay, what, what, uh, how's that going and what's going on? And so, but it's, you know, so I would say, you know, we're humans are such resilient people and, you know, businesses, you know, if, if you're really trying to kick some ass and do some good stuff, like you get creative and you figure some things out and, and you're able to do some cool stuff. And so we've, you know, we've been able to, to, I would say thrive in many respects in this. And I've been for, we are very fortunate for that. So thankful for that. Oh, that's awesome. And I think that's a, that's a great point is the creativity. It has made more people be creative on how they're doing business and what they're doing. And it is a great point also is the the time you get back from working from home that you can be with your kids. You, you don't have two hour commute. You don't have all of those little things and you can be more productive when you're just like, all right, this is my work time and I'm just go and work. Yeah. Well, and no joke to have that. We had, uh, my, my business partners and I had a meeting and I would say like April and it was, 
the theme was basically like, what does this do if everything, if the shit hits the fan? Like what, what, like, how do we solve this problem or what's the other businesses we could do? We have amazing people that like, what else can they do? What are their talents? I mean, we were literally thinking of new ideas, like completely outside of what we were doing from a creative standpoint, just like, if this isn't working out or clients aren't spending money or what's the deal like and so that was fun that was a fun exercise to to and we actually have some businesses that we're we're working on right now that are going to come out of the pandemic a software company that we've been working on and it's going to come out of the pandemic and uh, I, I don't know you know it's something we kind of had in the back of our brains for a long time and we're like hey let's let's make the most of this and so we've we've been working on that so that's that's been kind of cool as well that's really really cool so you are located in Spokane. Um, yeah. I know it's really weird right now, but what is your go-to restaurant in the Spokane area? You know, we are right down on Main Avenue and um, Saranac is right, Public House is right by us. And I love that restaurant. I They know my special. Um, it's a Thai rice bowl salmon. <laughs> and so I'm usually like, there's only a few of us that order it because it's not on the menu. And if I call and they always know it's me, um, it's a great restaurant. They have, you know, they serve great local beers. It's, it's just a good place. And I like to take people from out of town when they come, I like to go there. And so it's, it's comfortable and always good. And I, I love that place. And the reason I ask that question always is just for selfish reasons. I want to know where to go when I go to Spokane. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I always joke that like when people talk about, so I do a lot with like economic development in Spokane. I've been on the board of Greater Spokane Incorporated and I'm on the board right now of Ignite Northwest. And people, you know, when I talk about it, economic development, my joke is like, well, you know, what we're doing is creating a better pizza place. And people are like, what? Well, I'm like, well, if you can create a better economy and people were thrive, people have disposable income, then you're going to see the great restaurants grow and, and do great things. So I'm always for like, a better pizza cup. I love pizza as well. So of course the flying goat here in Spokane is absolutely amazing. And so I'm, that's a big one for me as well. And so I'm always, you know, better pizza, better pizza place. I mean, that's, that's what I want. That's so true too. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm in Coeur d'Alene and our food, our restaurants are amazing. I'm so lucky for such a small town. But yeah. We have a great community and um, a lot of people that can afford going to these great places. Yeah. So um, you have, you have your hand in a lot of things, entrepreneur, author, speaker, tons of companies doing some great things. Um, is there a life lesson that you have learned the hard way? Well, yeah, I mean, I, for me, and I don't know if it's like anything concrete per se, but it's a, it's an ongoing thing that I think about a lot and being a part of all that stuff, you, you get to talk about a lot of cool stuff and we have a lot of cool clients and I get to travel. Well, before I got to travel the country and, you know, go to all these big restaurants in these big cities and have a good time. And this sounds goofy, but like humility was like a thing for me because I do get to do so many cool things. I am a part of some really fun stuff. And so I find myself talking about it and you can get really far off and sounding like a total jerk really quick. And it's like, and I, that's the last thing I want. I love humble people. I want to be a humble person. I think somewhere down my core, I am a humble person. It means the world to me. That's important to me. But like, I find myself saying stuff and I'm like, ah, oh, like I'll walk away from a conversation and be like, what, why did I feel the need to tell you that? Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to impress you, but I wanted to, you to know that I had done this or that. And this, it's so weird. And so, 
that's something for me, however, the way my brain is wired, like I'm kind of fighting with humility all the time. And again, I, it's not like I'm anything great, but I do get to do some fun stuff and, and, and I like to talk about it. And so, but, but, and I'm hopefully people want to hear it, but I find myself saying stuff that I'm just like, I wish that I could just reel that back in and just, whoop, nope. Like it's so, <laughs> yeah, that for humility is a big one for me. Have you seen those memes where it's like, someone's like laying in bed, it's like, and you open up your eyes and you're like, oh, do you think about that one thing you said way back when? <laughs> so I do that all the time. And it's usually walking for me. I mean, it's every once in a while, it's like out of the blue, but it's like walking away from something. I'm like, and I've no joke. I've texted people and said, hey, I don't know what was coming out of my mouth, but I personally think I sounded like a jerk and like a, like an arrogant jerk. And I'm like, can you just forgive me for that? And like, oh, dude, I didn't think anything of that. And you're just like, oh, yeah, thankfully. But yeah, yeah. so I, I try, if I, I'll try to own up to it if I, find it later and see it. So I just, I don't hate that. I just don't like it. Yeah. And that makes sense. But it also could be inspiring people to say, Oh, look what the life he's doing and the things that he's doing. Um, it's really cool and inspirational. Um, hopefully. Yeah. That you worked your way to where you're at. It's not like you just were like, Oh, this is just given to me. You've worked hard to where you're at. And so yeah. it's also a piece of it as well as to inspire people that they can kind of do what you're doing. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. So is there, is there something or someone out there that actually inspires you to be your best person? You know, I, um, I would say a few, I mean, I have amazing business partners. They're smart. They're innovative. Uh, I, I, they make me better. I'm incredibly lucky to work with them. So that that's a big one for me. Um, my dad is, uh, uh, and I guess both my parents for that matter, but my dad inspires me. He taught me a lot about business and kind of, my dad and I always say the description of my dad was the guy who um, he always said, like, if somebody gives you a dollar, you give them a dollar 10 back in service. Like, you, you know, that's just what you do. And I kind of, I believe that. And we're in the service industry. So we, we do a lot of that. And um, that was important to me uh, as well as my mom. My mom taught me a lot as well as my dad about kind of giving back. And I would say a lot of my philanthropy work and kind of volunteerism and stuff like that comes from my parents and just the way they treated people and, uh, the kind of how they gave back. And that was kind of ingrained in me as a human being. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't, this is totally cheesy and stuff, but I'm, I'm a spiritual guy too. So, uh, the life of Jesus is, is important to me. And, you know, I, I take that to heart and I think he was a kind gentleman. I want to be a kind gentleman <laughs> so that, you know, I, I find, I draw inspiration from that big time. I love that. So we were just talking about um, how how marketing has changed a little bit, where it's a lot of online and not as much billboards. But if you did have a billboard, what would your billboard say on it? Uh, uh, my partner, Nick, has a shirt that I love. And it's I wish I would have bought it first. It says, dude, be nice. And I like that. That's what I would just like. I would want to like reflect and have it say, dude, be nice. And just to, for people to think about that, like, oh, I, road rage for what I didn't need to do that. I didn't, you know, it's just like the person you dealt with at the supermarket, like, dude, be nice. And, what, you know, it's just uh, that would be, I think, the biggest thing for me is is kindness and just trying to get more people to think about the benefits of that. I, we all value it. It's all important. Like when it's shown to us, we appreciate it and it's important, but sometimes we just forget to, we get in the rut of life or whatever and we forget to give it. So kind of a, a, a reminder, I'd put big glowing lights around it if I could and just like, like flashing or something. Really get, catch some attention. Yeah, exactly. Is there something you wish you would have known uh, back to marketing or any of your, you know, 
your entrepreneurial things that you're doing? Is there something you wish you would have known before jumping into that career? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think the idea that people want to help you. I think we oftentimes think that I've got to do this all on my own. I've got to find a way. I'm alone in figuring things out. And the, the idea that there's, there truly are so many people out there that want to help students. They want to help uh, you know, young business people. They want to see you thrive, but you have to go out and make those connections. And that's, I mean, the book I wrote uh, just recently called Be More Like You is this idea of kind of looking inward, being introspective. Who am I? What am I about? Why do I have these certain interests and skills? And how do I then apply them to an industry that I love? So it helps you uncover what, you know, do some industry mapping. What are you passionate about? But then one of the, but really as it goes along, it actually shows you how to do informational interviews to build your network, do job shadows, internships, apprenticeships. But this idea of building your network of people who really want to help you and see you succeed. And you're going to meet people that are, you know, kind of single-mindedness and want to do their own thing. So it's, it's not like it's everyone, but the, I would say the greater majority of people that I didn't really know kind of growing up or didn't really think about, they really do want to help you. So if you are the one that initiates, that you reach out, that more than likely, uh, you know, three out of five people are going to say, yeah, no problem. Let's catch up. I want to help you. How can, what can I do? Who can I introduce you to? And that's a really big deal. I think that people sometimes forget that and they think we're in this alone and, and we're, we're not right. We're, we need each other. And uh, if I would have known that I would have probably <laughs> reached out a lot more to different people and not felt like I was trying to figure this all out on my own. And that would have been a, a, a big learning for me. Yeah. And there's also that piece of like, cause people always ask, how can I help you? Or what can I do? It's also like, I want to have an answer for them too. Cause I, I, I've noticed the same thing. Like I ask for help more than I used to, but it's when they're like, Hey, how can I help you? Or like at the end of meetings, a lot of people are like, is there something I can help you with? And I'm always like, Oh, there probably is, but can I give me a couple seconds to think? Yeah. Or, or the, or, or feeling like, Hey, I totally appreciate you asking. Can I get back to you? Yeah. And people are like, of course, of course. Right. But you're right. Like we feel like we have to have that advice right now at the ready to like, you know, give them, but truth is people don't mind at all. If you, or, or, or even, Hey, can we spend 15 minutes on a phone call later or, you know, a zoom or whatever, like people are willing to do it. You just have to kind of initiate it and then they'll, they'll make it happen. Exactly. And then also the other piece is like, when you are asking for help, you need to have those direct questions too. You probably, yes. It's like, you need to have that real question like, hey, I need you to help me with networking or marketing. You're like, cool, but what exactly do you need? Yeah, exactly. Well, and again, not to just totally promote my book, um, I'll even show you, uh, not, to, not to go and totally promote my book, um, <laughs> but you know, we talk about that a lot in there about the, the importance of asking you know, the right questions and being specific about what it is that you're looking for and, and, and an understanding that you might not know it right now, but the more you talk with people, the more you actually do start to figure that out, the more you do start to learn like, oh, this person could help me with that. Or I didn't know you were connected to her over here. And you know, sometimes it just takes that and, and, and we have to get out of our, like, um, our comfort zone, right. To do that. A lot of people are like, nope, no, thank you. I ain't doing that. And it's like, they, you know, you got to kind of like, Ooh, it's going to benefit me. I want to do it. And so you, you got to like get over the fear and kind of push through. And when you do, people are always surprised at like, Oh my gosh, I met this guy and he's going to help me connect with, you know, this company over here. It's, it's amazing. And people just need to get kind of a little uncomfortable to, 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 to break through. Oh, that's such a good point. You do have to get a little uncomfortable to uh, get through that that point of 
great things happen. Well, and Tabitha, I've found time and time again, especially in my own life, that usually the fear that I'm feeling for whatever it is, right? So I'm starting my own podcast and I didn't know anything about like the production of that um, or how to, you know, market a book. I, I've marketed a lot of other things and never really, you know, done a book. And I had some fear about like what that was, what that looked like. And usually it's a lack of information. If you just spend a little bit more time researching, I mean, let's be honest, there's so much good content on YouTube. There's a lot of bad content on YouTube, but there's so much, like, uh, I go down so many dumb rabbit holes on YouTube, um, but there's so many good, like, there's such good content out there, whether it's podcasts like this, or, or you know, that you can find inspiration, or you can find how-tos and tips and tricks. And like, if you just get a little bit more information, you get a little bit more comfortable with kind of what your the subject matter, then your confidence builds and you can move in that direction. And that's the thing with me. If I find like I'm scared about something, I'm like, okay, what about this do I not know? And then I just do a little bit more research and it kind of pushes me over that crest. Mm, that's such a good point. Oh yeah, there are YouTube rabbit holes. I mean, you start looking for um, how to rebuild a van and then you're down looking at like, I know cat videos. I don't know. <laughs> yes. And then, and then YouTube's like, oh, you like cat videos. Let me give you 27,000 more. And I do like cat videos. And so I've seen them all. And I like van, I, I watch those van, I, like you name it. Like I've gone down, I, I'm probably totally um, confusing YouTube because they're like sending me all sorts of goofy stuff. Cause it's just, you're like, oh, it's fascinating. And you know, and of course there's a, there's a whole algorithm around the length of videos and all that kind of stuff that they know exactly like what works. And it's, it's pretty amazing actually. Is it? I agree hundred percent. So you're out there inspiring people in this book. Um, I'm going to definitely have to read it because this sounds amazing. Oh, um, thank you. Congratulations. I have worked with different authors on some uh, like PR stuff with them and it's a lot of work. So congratulations. That's super exciting. Thank um, you. Yeah, of course. So you're doing all these great things. Do you have a personal mission statement you live by? Um, I don't know if it's a statement per se, but I learned probably about 10 years ago, I figured something out, which was my, let's say, reason for being or purpose or something like that. And it, 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 it wraps around kind of my, who I am as a human, my goals and my interests. And the one is I recognized that I was actually kind of okay at business and I was able to build businesses and make businesses and, and hopefully be a kind and a uh, good employer. And so I recognize that, 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 okay, this is a skill of mine. I've been blessed with this. I need to figure out how to be the very best employer I possibly can to, to be, you know, try to be as a steady employment to, like I said earlier, be kind and, and pay um, fairly and be, you know, do everything I can to be the best employer I can, because I truly believe that was an innate skill that I was given that, that okay, I need to maximize this. So that was the first one. The second one was recognizing that, okay, because of that, there's going to be some fruits of that labor, some, some money, some profit. What am I going to do with it? Am I just going to go, go buy cars and houses and junk like that? Or am I going to like actually put it back into the community, try to help people? You know, what does that look like? And so recognizing that, okay, this is cool. So not only have we done it within our companies and we, we have a giving program within our companies and allowing our employees to give away some of the profits, which is cool, which they 
uh, made, we make sure they recognize and think that, oh, I helped develop this. It's not Nick and Tyler or, you know, Jeff or Ramsey being generous. It's actually, oh, I was part of building this profit. So that's really important. We, we help people recognize that and they, you know, they give it away. And then personally, like, you know, who am I giving to being more, you know, specific about the types of, of nonprofits that I'm involved with, that I care about, kind of run the spectrum of humanity in terms of like ages and economics and things like that. So just being diligent about, hey, you've got a couple dollars extra to spend um, and give away. What are you going to do with it? So that was kind of the second one. Like, okay, I got to take that seriously. I got to do that. And then the third, and it kind of plays back into this book a little bit and all of the kind of speaking and stuff that I've done over the last 20 years is that um, I'm a, I guess on some level, you could say I'm a person of influence or, you know, people kind of sort of maybe sometimes listen to what I have to say. And if that's the case, how am I going to use that? What does that look like? How do I mentor people? How do I, you know, help? What is, and what can I do? How can I inspire others? And so I take that very seriously, whether it's speaking engagements I take or, or mentor, you know, opportunities I, I do for people. I just, and I try to be, you know, as intentional as possible and say, Hey, this is a gift that I've been given. How do I use it? What do I do? So those three things are really kind of what I believe to be my life's mission and that I'm, you know, focused on. Mm, I love that. I absolutely love that. So a piece of advice you can give someone out there. We're, we're going through a pandemic right now and elections. I mean, the world's crazy as we know, <laughs> a positive piece of it. And some people are dealing mentally, physically, emotionally with something during this time. Um, and then add a pandemic, add elections, add everything. Um, a piece of advice you give to someone listening, uh, kind of a positive piece as they go into their day. Uh, you know, honestly, the, the, and it sounds so it's getting more and more popular, which I totally appreciate, but the power of meditation um, we're going to start doing a corporate meditation actually within our companies and, and try to try to like roll something out for, for everybody, but, and, and make time for it. Right. Cause that's a big deal. But the, the importance of meditation to stop, to breathe, to, even if it's 10 minutes a day, just the chance to, to do that. And the value and benefits that I personally get from that, that I know others can get from that is huge stress relief and clarity focus uh you know it not only do i so try to do it during the day and do that but then if i like wake up in the middle of the night and i'm thinking of a bunch of different stuff my meditation practice and kind of what i've learned and the training my brain can help me get back to sleep faster so you know then i sleep better and things like that so it's i i truly believe the power of meditation and I, a lot of you know used to be all about hippies and stuff like that before and we're and now it's getting you know thankfully people are like oh there's some value in this right and we're seeing these really high caliber people do it and the and you know they talk about it on podcasts and the value that it's brought to them not talking about myself by any stretch right now but other people that i've heard say this and that made me like you know really kind of take it to heart and do it and i've appreciated that so you know whether it's the calm app on your phone or headspace or you can find it on, you know, Spotify or whatever, just, you know, anything. And some, maybe it's, um, maybe it's calming music. Maybe it's actually guided meditation, but any of that stuff, if people just get into it and I, and usually it's almost like what we were saying earlier about information, they've got to get over the initial hump. I don't know if, if you do much meditation or, or if you remember when you first started it and it's like, Oh man, like you're just sitting there like antsy and you're thinking about a million. Yeah. Or like what I got all these rampant thoughts coming into my head and oh, I'm doing it wrong. And I'm just so bad at this. And it's just like, and then the other thing I would say with that, actually, that the advice I would say is, um, and I talk about it in the book too, is 
giving ourselves a little bit of grace along the way. Like we want to have it all figured out. I, I want to have it all figured out. I want to know exactly how to do it. And it's so unrealistic. Like we have to give ourselves some grace to be like, you know what, you're doing your best. You're moving in you know, the right direction. You know, I'm a, I'm, I no joke. I think like the story of my life is two steps forward, one step back. I'm like, I'm still going forward and I'm, I'm moving in the right direction, but I'm always screwing up. I'm doing something wrong. I'm ticking somebody off. Like I'm good at that. I really am. And so it's like, I, I think, but we have to remember that we are moving in the right direction and there's value in that. And so just to be kind of conscious of that is, is really important. So, you know, yeah, definitely meditation and a chance for a little bit of quiet time and then uh, giving ourselves a little bit of grace would be what I, the advice I would give. Oh, that's awesome. So here's a chance to brag a little bit. How can we support you? How can we contact with you? How can we get the book? Um, tell us how to connect with you. Well, that's kind. I'm, I, you know, so I'm, I've, I've always, uh, I've been on social media since it kind of started, right? And I'm horrible at it, absolutely horrible at it. But, uh, and I always had an account over here and I'm probably more of a voice. Like I, I don't want to, like, I always think that no one wants to hear what I have to say, but I like seeing, you know, what other people have to say. So um, I, I, I kind of started a new account when I launched the book. It's uh, the Tyler Lafferty and it's on Instagram. That's kind of my core one that I use, but you can find me there. Uh, BeMoreLikeYou.com is the website that we actually have for the book. You can buy the book on Amazon, whether you search Tyler Lafferty or you uh, search Be More Like You, you can find it. And, but yeah, and I welcome the dialogue. I, you know, if people read the book and are like, Hey, I'm trying, trying to figure out, you know, so at the, the, the byline is a guide to answering the ultimate question. What do I want to do with my life? Right. So if that's a conversation that people want to have and they want to send me a note, I'm always up for that. It's a, it's a great conversation and it's fun to talk about. So I, I welcome the chance. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for giving me your time this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was fun to chat with you. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.